Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, my peoples? Man, another week is going by, man. And I'm telling you, God has been watching over each and every one of us. Hey, 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 hey. Y'all know it. Y'all know what it is. You know it's my honor and privilege. Come on, y'all. Man, I am humbled that you have taken your time out of your life to walk with me on this journey that we call life. Listen, I do not take that for granted whatsoever. You could be doing anything at this moment. Listen, you can be eating a bowl of Cheerios, oatmeal. You can be doing whatever. And if you if it's nighttime, you listen to this, you can be eating dinner. You can be watching a TV show. You can be doing whatever, but you decided to join this conversation. And thank you for all the people, not only in the United States, but also our London following, also India. We have different people all over the world. Thank you so much for just joining this conversation. Thank you for your support and love. Thank you for everyone that has hit me on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate you. And then those who are joining us for the very first time, listen, I appreciate you. A special appreciation for you because this is your first time and we want to welcome you and welcome you to this family of this is the day. Hey, and, and let you know that, listen, we pray for everybody. Even we may not know you personally, but anybody that's listening within the sound of my voice, anytime they listen to the show, you are in our prayers and we thank you for that. And you could be doing anything right now, but you decide to join this conversation and listen, let me just tell you what this show is all about. Listen, we like to discuss various topics <laughs> uh, that the church body doesn't like just talking about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe without judgment will be not made to be feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid. And we can have a conversation freely, honestly, like my man TV say, keeping it 100 with each other on this is a day with pastor Wade. Also, if you haven't listened to any of our other uh, conversations and joined those conversations, hey, you can always go on any podcast platform that you have and go back and listen. Before we did, uh, we're now on the disciplines of faith. But before that, we talked about how to apply faith. Before that, uh, how to apply faith, we talked about the uh, how to treat one another, which is major, especially at this moment. We got so much division. The real virus around the world is division and hatred, if you didn't know that. That's the real virus, not, not this uh, renamed flu, high-grade flu, whatever you want to call it. Listen, we all know the numbers are false. They're not that many as far as that, those are concerned. And yes, people have passed away, but man, 120 people die per minute around the world and not of COVID, of various different Different things. But listen, if you're one of those that have been affected by this, especially during this last year, listen, my heart goes out for you. But is it a real reason? Are we are we mad about what they died of or are we just mad about why they died? 
they still were taken away. So it's our humanity that misses the ones we love. Yes, we want to spend more time with them, but guess what? They've transitioned from one place to another, and it's our humanity that misses them. And understand this, it lets you know that you really love somebody. And just go, and I'm not telling anybody how to grieve or anything like that. Understand this, just know that each day, just you'll start to begin to celebrate who they were and and, and really cherish the times that y'all spent together. Those the those tears of, of sorrow will turn into tears of joy. I promise you. I lost my mom in 2016, so I know. Listen, it's not easy, but listen, it's a day by day thing. And now I can actually look at her picture, and then I just remember some of the good times, all the good times. I mean, we I had I was with her for over 40 some years. So listen, I was her firstborn, but listen, I miss her every single day. So I would never tell you or diminish how you're feeling if you've lost anybody from anything, not just COVID, from anything during this last year. So I really, my heart goes out to you. And so uh, we're going to get right into the material. We're going to do a part two today, talk about <laughs> that kingdom mentality, because it was a it was a real intense conversation last time. And we were just decided like, hey, all right, enough is enough. So we're just going to get right back into that. But listen, for those joining us for the very first time, listen, just like on the airplane, we're going to take off together. So just make sure your seat and tray tables are in the locking upright position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root. What does not need to belong on this plane if you're listening with somebody right now look at them and say you ready look back at the other person and say i'm ready then let's go that's it let's go over discipline again because we always got to set the tone of what discipline actually is discipline is an activity exercise or a regimen that develops or improves a skill or training it's an activity come on it's an exercise or it's a regimen Come on, regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. Listen, this is something that you got to pray. Faith is something that you exercise daily. Disciplines are something that you exercise daily. Like people, we the reason why when you go to the gym, it's not going to the gym about one time. It's about going to the gym consistently. Whatever exercise you do is about uh, whether you're a bike rider, it's about riding your bike every day for a certain amount of time. It, whatever it is that you do to keep in shape, martial arts. Martial arts is not something that you do one time. That's a discipline. That's a regimen. If you want to improve that skill or training boxing i'm in a boxing right now listen it, listen it's improving my skill and training and now i'm on a regimen 4 30 getting up every morning it's a regimen but it takes discipline to do that there are spiritual disciplines that we are talking about right now we talked about discipline of prayer we talked about the discipline of repentance we talked about discipline of confession meditation fullness and now we're doing part two of the discipline of a kingdom mentality then the next discipline is the discipline of gratitude oh yeah oh yeah your gratitude has the inability to remain hidden but we're going to get into that next time. So let's finish up this kingdom mentality. And here we go, part two. So when we talked last time, we talked about what happens when we do not practice the discipline of the kingdom mentality. We said when we refuse to be governed and controlled by our Lord, anarchy and chaos will, will be the result in our church, our identity. And will lead to coming to that cultural trends, the latest philosophies and our will, and thus will translate into how we lead and handle our churches. Christ's lead will be muted and our sin and erroneous ideas will be rationalized as good. This will create gossip, 
We got a lot of gossip going on, strife and a loss of focus and also disillusionment because of our sinful nature and will cause harm to others. We will build a church of disease and dysfunction. Then we will try to blame others for it rather than take responsibility for our actions and inactions. We will be like small, irresponsible children refusing to play ball God's way, which is the best way. Now, understand this. We must realize that the refusal to run his or her life or his or her church, his way from his precepts and call can only produce apathy. Oh boy. Indifference. Yes, Lord. And dysfunction, which are the direct opposites of God's call for us. Listen, listen, y'all, when it comes to a kingdom mentality, if you got that apathy going, if you got indifference, that gossip, that strife, if you got a whole bunch of dysfunction going on, listen, this is not the kingdom of God mentality at all, which are the direct opposites of God's call for us. So no matter it's in your life, your business, your personal relationship, church, I'm telling you, that kingdom mentality is something. God's way of doing things and being right, being right, standing with him. Understand this, this bad mentality can can also arise when we are thinking the greatness is in the past or that it is for other churches and quote unquote, not ours. We are a part of the vine. Isn't Jesus the true vine? Said, so I am the vine and God is the vine dresser. That's what Jesus said. Also, it says in John 15 becomes withered. Then there is no desire to impact oneself with Jesus. The mismanagement of his church by our inactions or misguided actions will destroy others, passion and devotion. It will create cults. Oh, my goodness. we got a lot of that going on. Bad theology. Good God almighty. We definitely have that false teaching without question and a decadent and decaying society. Are we there yet? People does that. Is everybody in the room with me right now? Come on, y'all. That kingdom mentality is tough. Everything not just named off. When you talk about create cults, do we have that? Uh, what do you think BLM is? Yeah, Black Lives Magic. What do you think that is? Oh, boy. I'm going to leave that alone. Also, bad theology. Oh, we definitely got that. Oh, we definitely have bad theology, without question. False teaching. Whoa. <laughs> we can spend hours on that. Also, in a decadent, decaying society, without question. Without question. And we're and it's the, the moral, ethical code, the principles that are decaying right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right now, there's so much division right now. It's decaying. It's eroding our society right now. The hatred that's going on. That's the real virus, the real disease, the opposite side, the choosing side, instead of being going in the direction of God and having that kingdom mentality. Oh, boy, I'm in trouble. It's OK. Our way of leading will distort our direction in life and or stop our opportunities altogether. When there is no effort to impact others, the church Oh boy, we'll stagnate. And then we're not talking about the church as the building. The person are, is the church. So the church will stagnate and eventually die. Our church family will become dysfunctional and will decay to liberalism and discord. Oh boy. Then the church will have no purpose and no meaning for impact on others. Even those remaining loyal Christians or disciples of Christ. The solution for running and being a healthy church is simple. Oh boy. Are we ready for this? Here we go. Put Jesus and his will first. Then everything else as secondary. Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh, that was a revelation right there. It was just so simple right there. Wait a minute. The solution for running and being a healthy church is simple. Put Jesus first and his will first, then everything else is secondary. That's the solution. Without question, that's for every pastor, bishop, that's for everybody. That's for that's the revelation of the day. Let's put Jesus first. You remember those, remember those things we used to wear on our wrists? What would Jesus do? Listen, there's a lot of stuff we're doing right now. Jesus would not do it at all. Could you imagine Jesus putting on the mask? See, don't get me started. Somebody just said, well, we ain't Jesus, but he said we'll do greater things. Uh, nobody want to do great things. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> Just leave it alone, Wade. Just leave it alone. I see, I got to coach myself. I got to preach to myself. You know, I just got to say, Wade, leave it alone. Because nobody want to hear that. No, we're not Jesus. But guess what? He's empowered us. If we put him first. Oh, man. When we have our church heart centered upon what is really important, which is Christ, who he is, what he has done, and what he can do, our real purpose and plans begin to function correctly. As our perspectives are in line with God, then also the quote-unquote secret to a life of a church, contentment will come about because we have the right perspective of our place and in the kingdom. When you talk about Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and being right standing with him and all these things will be added unto you. Seek ye first. He didn't say seek ye second, seek your agenda, seek your brand name first, seek Dr. Fauci first, seek, seek the doctors first. No, he didn't say all that. He said, seek ye first the kingdom. What's the kingdom say? Has anybody even prayed? Have you ever prayed the prayer? God have my body, everything inside my body align up divinely with the kingdom of heaven. Have you ever prayed that prayer to, for yourself or, or anybody? You know, that works too. Oh no, we want to get a vaccine. My bad. I'm sorry. My bad. You know, that works. Cause you know, it's a 50, 50 shot anyway. Matter of fact, I trust in God is hundred percent. The vaccine is 50, 50. Cause you can have a bad reaction. And then also it's killing your immune system that, that God created to bring on another immune system that now is only searching for one thing, but allows every single thing else to attack you. But I'm gonna leave that alone. But nobody wants to look at that. That's why you got to have a kingdom mentality. Do you, it's going to come down to one thing. You either going to do it God's way or not. That is the question. And I know some people, well, God's going to protect me. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> so God, as I take this, even though I know it may not be good for me, but because it, it it's attached to my money. Oh, man. Did I say the wrong thing? I think I said the wrong thing. I'm going to keep going, y'all. I hope y'all love me, though. I know somebody somebody just tuned out right now. They was like, he crazy. But it is what it is. This, everything right now is coming down. God is having everybody make a choice. Either you're going to have the kingdom mentality or you're not. And that's all it comes in. And then if you don't, it's okay. That, okay, there's consequences for it, whichever way you choose. That's the thing. There's no, understand this, when you talk about right or wrong, who's right or wrong, none of that matters. Whatever way you go. And anything in your life, there's consequences for doing the right thing. There's consequences for doing a bad thing. You're going to pay a price. Which price do you want to pay is the question. Uh, and guess what? God's, I rather do God's way because he said he will make that way, that way, not a way, that way of escape. So he'll make the way of escape for you to just walk either out 
around it, or through it. Oh boy, I'm going to sow. Leave that alone. Understand this, the call for us to implement this discipline so our church can be a good and productive church that builds the kingdom of God and to have our mindset centered to make him known in ourselves. Then we can, from the fallout of this discipline, ooh, fallout, be encouraging and edifying to one another, our neighborhood and world. That's John 3, 3 through 5 and Colossians 3, 15 through 17. Our understanding of Jesus and who we are in him will help sustain us and direct us in the right direction to be good stewards of his church. Guess who's the first church? You. Guess who's the second church? Your neighbor. Guess who's the third church? The building. That institution of church. I'm going to leave that alone. As a result, we can and will center our motivations and directions on Jesus alone and on what is perfect and pleasing, not on what we think, want, or feel. You know, we all led in this world right now. Ooh, Jesus. The world is led by these, these feelings right now. Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. The feelings sometimes get you in trouble. You know, sometimes, listen. You just got to do it God's way. And will it hurt sometimes? Sure. Will people not understand you? Sure. Will you be really killed if you do it God's way because people are not going to understand it? Sure. But listen, I'd rather continue to do it God's way and, and stand up for fairness and what's right because God is a just God than to compromise that. I got people that's supposed to care about me. They want me to compromise who I am just so it'll fit an agenda. <laughs> And not really caring about me and what it's going to do to me, but how it will look, the optics of it to everybody else. As they say, they love me. Oh, man. I'm telling you, and, and you know, they don't mean any harm. But this is what we've come to. Because everything's got to be optics right now. Everything has got to look right. Oh, you know, we're going to be sued or, you know, we don't want to be responsible. Nobody want to be responsible for nothing. But guess what? It is what it is. We got to be accountable for, to each other. We got to carry each other's burdens. We got to make it fair for people. Listen, we got to do it God's way. God will make up the rest if we just do it his way. Some of the things that we're doing all across the board are not godly at all, but we want to hide behind scripture. Oh man, I'm in trouble. Unfortunately, the typical church in America is inherently inwardly focused when it is called to be outwardly focused and people-centered with wholehearted obedience to our Lord and his plan. It is about the role of the church as the disseminator. This means being giving, starting with the leadership, then the members, then giving what we have learned to the neighborhood. Oh my goodness. So, let me say that again. It is about the role of the church as a disseminator. That's D-I-S-S-E-M-I-N-A-T-O-R. This means being giving, starting with the leadership, then the members, then giving what we have learned to the neighborhood. This means our church does not exist just for ourselves, but rather outward in our service too. The discipline of the kingdom mentality is about seeking to bring God's kingdom to the social and cultural vicinity in which it is serving with the objective of bringing Jesus to give away 
faith and resources that which God has given to us. Oh my God, we need to hashtag that. We need to put that on billboards. Somebody need to just put that everywhere right now. Let me say it for somebody again. The discipline of the kingdom mentality is about seeking to bring God's kingdom to the social and cultural vicinity in which it is serving with the objective of bringing Jesus to give away faith and resources that which God has given to us. Period. Oh boy. Why would any real Christian seek to lead a church by his or her pride and will and forsake their Lord and Savior? Oh, y'all asking me that question. Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. The answer is the key to prevent our skewed leadership tendencies is to understand that Jesus is our direction, both in our personal life and in our church life. This is foundational for all aspects of who we are and what we do, and especially how we lead others to him. What motivates us and creates in us our actions and behaviors will translate in our relationship with God and how we are with those around us. If we do not get this, oh boy. If we do not get this, oh boy. If we do not get this, oh boy. That's a remix right there. That God is in control. We will have tremendous issues and obstacles that we may never climb over in becoming the church that God desires and calls us to be. The best opportunities, my goodness, the best adventures, contentment, and joys will, can ever have in life can easily be missed if we become stubborn and self-willed and refuse to look up to him. Oh, my goodness. Y'all want me to keep going? Y'all want me to stop right here? That was powerful. That shook me right there. That, that really shook me right there. Oh, my goodness. The word kingdom in the kingdom of God or heaven means government. So back to the question again. So we're going to listen to the kingdom of the government or the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. Let's listen to his government versus the world's government. Not saying going out there breaking any laws and all that kind of stuff, but not wearing a mask and not breaking a law is just not. <laughs> not getting the vaccine or getting the vaccine, that has nothing. Your personal thing you do with your medical, with medicine, that's up to you. That's on you. But and we try to say there's so many things that are laws that are not laws, whatever. There's one law in the United States of America that we're supposed to follow is the constitutional law. The Constitution of the United States of America, period. And when you don't read the Constitution of the United States of America, and then you have governors trying to issue legislation, which a governor cannot do, that's if you know the law. <laughs> I'm just saying. So let's just do it God's way. How about that? And if you're going to do it God's way, won't you be fair about it and just for all? Oh, boy, they don't want to hear that. So the word kingdom and the kingdom of God means government. It is the need to be organized for purpose and direction. This is paramount, especially for a church to function positively with God's intention in mind. It amazes me. Oh, boy. How many of our churches function by selfishly catering to selfish ambitions and personalities and not to the principles and character to which we are called? If we saw these root destinies and distractions, we will solve our church dysfunction and church politics. 
Some people leave. Others strive to obey. Still others seek to destroy. This is a result of our fallen nature and criminal element. Nevertheless, we need good godly leadership and direction for success in building a healthy church and influencing our society. This means, oh boy, we are to yield to the exercise and implementation of our God's quote unquote lordship, that he is our king, hence the name kingdom of God. He is sovereign without question. He is the absolute monarch of the universe. That's Jehovah Sabaoth, the God of the universe. He, his rule is absolute. Thus, it is our responsibility to obey God and those whom he has given responsibility over us. That's Ephesians 2 and 18. Also, consider this. What it would mean if we really took seriously the fact that God is supreme, sovereign, and Lord of our churches. Oh boy, we can stop right there. Do y'all want me to stop right there? I think I need to do the running man on now on a cabbage patch or something on that one right there. Consider what it means if we really took a serious, seriously the fact that God is supreme, sovereign, and Lord of our churches. We're talking about the institution of church too. See, being supreme, sovereign, and Lord over the church, the first church is you, not the building. And if we just do that and have that kingdom mentality, where will we be? Would it infer that we are led by his purpose for his mission and with his character and distinction? Also consider that God reaches out to us as we, as citizens of the kingdom. Oh boy. See, we forgot about that. When we talk about we're off message, we're citizens of the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, no disease, no nothing. We're citizens of the kingdom. What if you walk like citizens of the kingdom? Like, the reason why I am the way I am, what I do, I, I really hit me. Like, because you know, y'all know how I feel about masks and all that kind of stuff. You know, I know they don't work and none of that kind of stuff. We got people that are talking about they didn't call COVID five times and masks work 100% foolishness. So, but like I go into my, my mailbox to get my mail. I'd never wear my mask. I never, there's no need, especially if I'm just getting my mail. So one day I just got my mail and you know, the owner doesn't say she knows me. So uh, I just got my mail, you know, I was just opening up a letter. Lady comes in, she has her mask on. She could have been somewhere between like 25 and 30. So she looks at me and she goes, how do you do that? And I go, what? How do I do what? And she says, you're not wearing a mask. She says, people don't get on you about that. I says, well, there's nothing, there's nothing to fear. And then she goes, man, I wish I could do that. <laughs> That's why I do what I do. That's the boldness of God. That's walking in his authority. Because there's reason, no reason to fear. I'm the one that I know that people look for me for strength and courage because the God that's working through me to give them courage to be able to stand up to something they know is not right or even that's something that they're confused about because people will fold and you see it all over the place. They fold to the pressures of society and people are going to end up ruining their lives because they're folding to the pressures of their friends, their families and society. And listen, is it an easy thing to do? No, <laughs> no, but guess what? Sometimes it's a godly thing to do. And one of these, this is one of those godly moments. Listen, y'all show me anything else. If I felt that I was being hurt, harming anybody, listen, I'm doing, I'm all for it. Make sure it's fair for everybody. Oh boy. Y'all still love me. 
Man, come on, somebody show me some love. At Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Remember, Wade is spelled W-I-D. Just show me some love. Hashtag love. Some. Just say, love, Pastor Wade. Just show it to me. Man, you talking right? Y'all know how, y'all know what it is. <laughs> also consider that God reaches to us as citizens of his kingdom are to reach out to others. God does not shut us out. Thus, we are not to shut him out from his right to lead. This affects all we do in our decisions and relationships from building and grounds to circulum or circulate to worship, preaching, and visiting. All aspects of our church management must be to fulfill the role of glorifying our Lord and doing as he has called specifics are not as important as our fruit character and commitment to his truth with passion, clarity, and conviction. When we stand in the pulpit to preach, shake a visitor's hand, meet with someone or go door to door. We are to refer to God's rule and sovereignty. Wait a minute. That's interesting. So we supposed to be still going door to door. We supposed to be still touching people with two or three gathered in his name. There he's in the midst. Oh, we've not. Oh, that don't say social distancing though. Oh, the government said that. Oh, no, it was Dr. Fauci, whatever that guy is. Who's listening to that guy? Why? We're always a gravitate toward together. God, God's kingdom is about relationship, period. Relationship first with him and then also to your neighbor. That's why he measures how you are in relationship with him, but how you treat your neighbor. Look at how you're treating your neighbor right now. Oh, boy, it got quiet. I wish I had one of the cricket sounds right now. It, it, I could just see it when crickets. That, that quick. Understand this. We are the ones who are to exemplify Jesus and point others to both the church today and our eternal future hope. Now you can start to see why this is a discipline, because we must work at it and work at it hard. This is the reason why the disciplines of faith are important as they help fuel healthy pastors and leaders that fuel a healthy church. That's Second Peter 3, 13 through 14. Having a kingdom mentality. And y'all, we are almost done. Will greatly help your church, help your life, have a life worthy for his glory. We must give up the controls of our church. Oh boy. So he can steer our church his way. Lest we crash, resulting in consequences or churches being shut down, churches being split. Don't get me started on that. To all those around us, he is our pilot, not our co-pilot, navigator, or traffic controller. How does one do this? By keeping our eyes and will upon him. Here's a question. Do you know him? so that your direction and your source of inspiration comes only from Jesus. Most of us will look to our creeds, oh boy, and our confessions, you know, them daily affirmations, these confessions that we be having, our faith confessions, don't get me started, for that answer and for a good reason. But I want to challenge you to go deeper in your faith and personal responsibility. Ask yourself, how can I take my faith so seriously that it becomes so personal, so real, that all my thoughts, ideas, directions, goals, and inspirations are in the direction of serving my Lord? To take your faith to a deeper level is about abiding. Ooh, here we go. So it is yours and personal. It is not just because that this is what your family is and does, nor just because you are part of a good church, school, or job. That your faith is only because of what Jesus has done for you and nothing else is solely the work of the Holy Spirit. 
This is the encouraging, motivating fuel for making a healthy leader who is leading a healthy church. We have a responsibility, y'all, to respond to grow and to build on what we are given. It takes trust, faith, and surrender of your will, our will, surrender of your dreams, and surrender of your ideas to the Lordship of Jesus. You must acknowledge that he is Lord over you and your church because of his love for you and others in your church. Then perhaps we can all see it that it is his way are better than ours. Christ Jesus is our King. So let us live our lives and run, oh boy, our church in response to what he did for us. If we believe, come on y'all, if what we believe does not reflect the truth of what is in the word of God, how we behave will fall away short of the character we are to emulate. Then we will fail at practicing the discipline of the kingdom mentality. Thus, we will fail Oh boy, I hate saying this, but I got to say it. Thus, we will fail at practicing the discipline of kingdom mentality. Thus, we will fail our churches, leaving us with the gossip, strife, and dysfunction, broken homes, and a broken neighborhood. How sad when Jesus had the solution within you and from his word all along. If what we believe does not reflect his truth, then what we feel and do will not reflect the reality of Christ's love for us. If we do not have a healthy self-worth from the realization of who we are in Jesus, it will adversely, woo, like a vaccine, it will adversely affect our ability to communicate and build a healthy, triumphant church. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray. <laughs> I pray you've enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much for tuning in to episodes 13, part two of the Discipline of the Kingdom Mentality. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, and whatever podcast platform you use at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remembering all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks to my man, KC, Kevin Clayton at I Am Music Group for producing this show. Also to Erica Duff uh, for the artwork. Oh my goodness, she's amazing. Also the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, aka A-Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that's my pastor. Love you. You're my guy. Also Lena Bird Miles for This Is The Day intro. A shout out to Shannon Jackson and Shay J Entertainment. They're doing big things. Look for them uh, coming out party on 6-11-2021 in the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry, which I'm the head of. Also, a shout out to my man, the House of No Hole podcast with Julian Payne, who's also a, he's a celebrity barber to the stars. Also, if you're in the greater Los Angeles area, I'm telling you, 
Let go buy my man. Look up House of Noho on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm telling you, he'll hook you up. He keeps me fly. I love you, bro. Also, remember to subscribe to This Is a Day on whatever podcast platform you use. And you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W I D. And remember to post any subject titles you would like discuss on This Is a Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories or what you thought about the conversation. Always remember. God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W A I D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 